You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Rachel Jarovsky, and Rachel talked about when she hit rock bottom after receiving an edible arrangement uh, sent to her job by a woman she was casually fucking who had a girlfriend. This week, I called Deanna Ortiz in Chicago, and Deanna told me about shitting in a Tupperware at a doc- for the doctors, at doctor's orders. Here's Deanna Ortiz. It's no secret that I, on the podcast that I have had trouble pooping forever. But I finally feel like now I got it under control because I have nothing to do but track and meticulously watch what I'm eating and how often I'm pooping. <laughs> oh, why? What are you doing in quarantine? <laughs> um, but this is probably like, not the, yeah, okay, I'll say it, the lowest point um, <laughs> was I went to the doctor and I was like, listen, I've been to a bunch of doctors. They all tell me that it's X, Y, Z, whatever, but like, I just know that it's not and I need you to help me. And they were like, for sure. So they sent me down to um, get tests done, and they needed me to draw blood. Yeah, they needed me to draw my blood. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) They give you a sharp rock. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, so just take some and then send it on through. (laughs) I work at the hospital now. It's fun. Um, I really, and I, I don't like drawing, I don't like having my blood drawn at all, at all, at all. So that was really traumatic in general that they were like, okay, we're going to draw your blood. So they did that, whatever. And then like, okay, now we need a stool sample. And they gave me a little cup and they sent me into the bathroom. And I was like, that the whole reason I'm here is because I can't do this. And I definitely can't do it like on command. So um, I, I tried for like 10 minutes and then I was like, I can't do this. And they were like, okay, well you have a couple options. You can take it home and do it there and then bring it back or you can uh come back at another day and I was like I'm definitely gonna come back I'm not gonna like go home <laughs> the way you fr- cup. the way you phrase it sounded like when the Grinch took the Christmas tree to fix the light <laughs> <laughs> taking it back to my workshop my dear <laughs> I'll fix it up then I'll bring it back here <laughs> I'll bring it back I promise I'm just thinking back to fix it <laughs> yeah I was like I'm definitely not gonna take this poop in it and then bring it on vacation like take it up in my put it in my car take it out of my apartment and just you know like <laughs> travel with me like it's my lunch <laughs> it does so need to be like, refrigerated though much like, a, so much like a lunch i ended up deciding to like come back and do it there but i will never forget the look on the woman's face when i came back and she was like do you have the sample with you right now and i was like no I mean technically yes it's in my body but (laughs) no it's not in the cup (laughs) technically yes but no so uh so like a week not a week a couple days later I was like okay now is the time to to go I went to the hospital and I was like I need to use your bathroom um to fill your cup (laughs) you guys gave me a little Tupperware container to fill and I I decided now is the time and, um, so I went in and I, are, are you good at peeing in cups? You know, I didn't think I would be, but I actually am. I'm really good at it. Yeah. And 
I don't I don't know if I've had to do it much like more often than anybody else because I don't think I have but I'm really good at it and so I was feeling very confident but then this is a different story (laughs) it's like you you go in or at least I, I went in with like the confidence of like I got this like I can do it I know what to do you put the thing underneath your butt and then you when it's done you put the cap back on I've peed in cups before but it's different when <laughs> like if you get a little pee on your hand while you're peeing in a cup that's fine yeah I get a little so pee on my hand a lot even when I'm not bit. peeing in a cup yeah if you get even a little bit of poop on your hand while you're pooping in a cup it's not no. okay <laughs> No, 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 no. So I I realized that, like, shortly after I started sitting down, and then I, like, panicked because I was like, I can't do this. And also, I wasn't quite sure how far my butthole was in relation to my pee hole. So I was like, well, I normally go here, so maybe I go here. I don't know. What a graceful way to say that, too. What? I said, what a graceful way to say what you just said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the butthole and the pee hole. <laughs> I don't know how far my my asshole is from my snatch, you know? I never measured <laughs> And um But now I do, so it's good. <laughs> but, and then I was like, oh, I know what I'll do. Um, I love my squatty potty. So using that prop, like, mentality, I will put the cup on the floor and simply squat as, oh. <laughs> as, as the squatty potty told me is normal and natural and, and aim I guess my thought was to just aim into the cup um, <laughs> how big is the cup it's not big it's like um, it's a, like a Tupperware container but it's round I feel like you should. they should give you like a big gulp or something like a Something hefty, you know. Something long, yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, I just remembered this. Or if I have any recovered memory of one night when I was in Chicago and after, before quarantine, I was really drunk and I needed to pee in an alley. And so I just, like, went into an alley and started peeing. And then because I was squatting, I just started pooping. <laughs> In, like, Lakeview, too, so it's, like, a really nice, you know, alley. <laughs> that I was in. And then I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> I just went to Sheffield's bar, and I was like, I need to use your bathroom. <laughs> and the whole point that I went into the alley is that I didn't have to go into a bar. But that was that, and I always wondered about, you know, when everybody woke up that next Sunday morning and they walked into the alley. <laughs> like, clearly human shit. <laughs> Oh, and that's when I was like, you know what? There is something to this squatting thing. Like, it's not just a commercial with a unicorn on it. It's it, actually it's nice. It was like the best poop I've ever had in my life. It was awesome. <laughs> You're but one with nature. I really did feel one with nature. And um, but anyway, so I quickly thought about putting the cup on the floor. I decided against it. Ended up just doing it over the toilet and hoping and praying for the best. And then the thing about the hospital that I was at is that they did all the labs in, like, one room. So there's, like, a waiting room. And for the most part, it's everybody just, like, getting their blood drawn. 
But when you see people holding, like, the pee cup or the poo cup, you know exactly what is going on. Um, so then I really like when you go to hospitals and there's, like, a little, like, privacy, like, cupboard, I guess, in the bathroom. It's, like, a two-way little door oh, that yeah. you can put your sample in. And then they open it on the other side and they take it from you. But see, you never I did have not... to be, like, here's my piss. I did I not know that. that was a two-way door. So I always, like... At one time I left the sample and then like there was a girl waiting to use the bathroom and I was like, oh my God, she's in there with my piss in the closet. And then somebody explained it to me. <laughs> You're like, I was like, have fun, my piss is in there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what if she I opens it and she's like, snooping around? so much better. <laughs> I feel like it's so much more like dignified than having to come out holding it and being like, look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, for you, I did this for you. <laughs> Take it with your hands. Oh, it's all warm. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, God. It's, it's so, so warm. hot. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it's very, you think you would know because, like, if you've ever had to pick up dog poop or whatever, it's like warm dog poop, especially when it just comes out of a dog. But yeah. It's so warm when it comes out of a human. Okay. 98.6 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been taking my temperature every day, and it's actually 97 for me, so oh. a little spicy. <laughs> you really have been keeping track of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tracking it. Um, so I did it, and I, like, covered it all up. I, like, put the lid on it, <laughs> sealed it in, and then I had to go outside and, and like, find the nice healthcare worker who I, has never done anything bad to me. <laughs> leave them a, cu- a cup of my shit and I was like okay this is their job like just be cool and like here you go have a good day and leave you're in you're out you're done and I open the door and I like run out put it on the counter I go okay have a good day bye <laughs> just run out because the radio room is filled with like a bunch of like old men waiting to get their blood drawn and I'm just like the one with the poo cup in it yeah, in any other situation, that would be, like, a hate crime to give somebody a Tupperware full of shit. Or a fetish. So. Oh, yeah, that's what... Sarah Volpio was on the podcast, and she said people asked her to do that a lot. They wanted to shit in a Tupperware and mail <gasps> it to them. And sell it to them? Yeah. Oh, God. No, I think I, that's where I would draw the line. Imagine the innocent, like, UPS delivery guy (laughs) yeah oh i love my i love delivering packages you know (laughs) just my job he's like this is a light one (laughs) um ew in the heat i can't imagine and then what would they i and then what are they gonna do with it i don't i don't know you know oh god I honestly After it's can't been jostled out. around in the, a mail truck, it's never going to be the same as when it first comes out. Do they look at it? I don't... I bet they smell it and they jerk off. Oh, you think? I think. Yeah, I think they smell I, it and they um, jerk off. Speaking or of... They t- wait, or yes. what? No, that was it. What were you going to oh, say? Oh, I was going to say, speaking of smelling shit, um, <laughs> it was literally this morning... My mom's cat is, like, she's, like, getting a little older, and, um, this morning, so I, she was out on the back, like, kind of like a mudroom area, and I was, she was acting weird, and then I realized she'd been dragging her little ass across the carpet and had left this huge shit streak, (gasps) and then 
She was, she's like long haired. Her ass was covered in shit. Like, it was Poor like thing. bad it was cat, she's begging for help cat diarrhea yeah <laughs> but no, when, she like... did it, when she got the help she did not like it <laughs> so, oh, no. so my mom it's it's fucking nine in the morning my mom grabs the cat she's holding her upside down so the cat's <laughs> dangling upside down ass out i'm trying to wipe her the shit off her ass with a wet paper towel she's she's squealing like a stuck pig she's like she, she kind of has like a little smoker's voice meow so she's like oh no ah, 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 like non-stop and she's like kicking and i'm it was the worst catch i was gagging i was like physically i was like coughing and gagging trying to wipe the shit off her ass. oh it was wild that's so funny i love that story because like it's sunday morning stop <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. It was, oh my god, it is your cat up there too? No, they're uh, home. In do Chicago. you wipe? Your, do you ever have to wipe your cat's ass? Yes, I do. <laughs> we do sometimes to the dog, but he. I mean, I never do. Um, my sister <laughs> does, but yeah, such a weird thing. Like <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. I know. That's. I feel like I was like, thinking that with the cat too. I was like, I wish I could explain to her like, you're covered in shit, so we have to do something. Like she was so pissed. You're covered off. in shit. <laughs> yeah, and and in our society, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to stop it. Oh, poor thing. Um, and then I to just end the story. I never went back to the hospital ever again. <laughs> but every month, I do leave a cup of my shit right on the front door. <laughs> Light it on fire. <laughs> As a little reminder, don't forget. But then what happened? Did they get back to you? What did they fix it? Oh my god, that fucking hospital is awful. And I literally had to hound them every week, calling to get my test results back. They didn't fix it because they're liars. Um, so then I, I definitely talked about this before, but I just started like going like to find things on my own um, to like help me. Right now, I'm just like. <laughs> It sucks. Eating very clean and not having any fun and all that stuff. So that works, which sucks because that's what Instagram has been telling me to do for months. But (laughs) I also went to my doctor Instagram. Um, I went to a colonic place, which is where they put a tube up your butt and then they suck the shit up that way. You tell me about that. It's awesome. I miss it. It's so fun to go. I mean, it's not fun because one time I went and the lady was so nice. And then the second time I went, it was like an old Eastern European woman who kept like swearing at me. I think because she was like trying to be cool. And I was like, stop, stop it. Because you literally have a hose attached to my asshole. So it makes me uncomfortable. It was very weird. And I was, I, <laughs> I just want to go and like listen to some peaceful music while somebody scoops the shit out of my ass and then move on with my day but i don't what i don't want to do is have conversation (laughs) oh i don't even like talking to somebody when they're cutting my hair so i can't imagine (laughs) when they get you strapped in (laughs) yeah it's it's almost exactly like that (laughs) it is fun though i think people hate cutting my hair because i my like social anxiety like flares up and i i like don't really talk but that you can tell they're like, uh-uh. and then when they wash yeah. my hair, I keep my eyes open. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think is, yeah, it's probably not what they want. 
so funny. No, I feel uncomfortable closing my eyes. I feel kind of like vulnerable with my eyes closed, so I keep them wide open. And yeah, I don't think I I don't think it's a good. And you look. stare at them. Yeah. You look back and stare at them. And go, I stare at the ceiling, but I don't think that's better. I'm just like yeah. I look like a fucking. I close thing. my eyes, and then every once in a while I go, ugh. <laughs> I go, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever gotten a? Uh, a Brazilian wax before? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, those I never want to talk to either. Oh, that's like... Oh, you're so, all spread out. I've never gotten any hair professionally removed from my body. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'm kind of... Uh, I love to get naked in front of a stranger and be like, put something and take something off of this. <laughs> now you, you, no, you go. Here's what I have. Now you do it. <laughs> Um, I, that's the worst too. When they like want to make small talk with you and you're just like, you're literally touching my, my vagina right now. And that's, and I don't want to talk to you about my weekend plans. <laughs> I think gynecologist does that too. I don't like They that. wait till your oh. feet are up and then they say, oh, so what, where'd you go to college? <laughs> no. I'm like, I can feel your breath no, I, right now. <laughs> I can hear, feel your breath on my pussy right now. <laughs> and I don't like it. Because I'm in a, a half-naked gown, so, yeah, no, I never want to talk, but then, if it's too quiet, I get uncomfortable, too. I like to have my phone, when I get waxed, I have my phone, and I'm, like, just, like, sending texts or whatever, which might be rude, but I don't care. No one's told me to stop. <laughs> they, but... do, they don't, you're not supposed to have your phone out in, like, Planned Parenthood, uh, like, um, the, the little rooms anymore. I don't really? know why, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that blessing. There's always, there. like, a little sign, and I, yeah, I don't know. Um, You're like... Wait, how much does a Brazilian wax cost? Um, it varies. The last one I got was, like, I think 55 bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks, 50 to 60 bucks. Huh. Varies. That's yeah. kind of a lot. That's, like, a haircut. Yeah, I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> it's a full, it's a haircut and a shave. Yeah. <laughs> very interesting. I'm uh, assuming you tip, I love right? loving getting, yeah, you, uh, yes. It's you like have, I tip them. Yeah. I've been getting done since I was like 20 when I first moved to the city. It's awesome. I can put a bathing suit on any time of the day and just well, be like. Well, so can I, just parts are show. sticking out. What? <laughs> I said I can put a bathing suit on any time too, but sometimes a little ex- you get a little extra for something. <laughs> <laughs> I can confidently, you know, just like anything I can do. I feel like I can run a mile, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know my bush, uh, I can run a mile too, and my bush doesn't cause <laughs> any problems with aerodynamics or anything of the sort. <laughs> I'm faster, my clothes fit better. <laughs> My clothes do fit worse, and my underwear are exploding. <laughs> Just exploding, yeah. The front blows oh, out of them. It's crazy. What? The front blows out. I've mentioned this before on the podcast. Probably people are really? like, Jesus, buy new underwear, but <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I've never. How? It's literally just hair. How well, is it pulling through Well, it's very powerful. Fabric? It's very powerful hair. It's very wiry. 
And that's and that's as much as I'd like to share. <laughs> and it's like I must be free. It's like I don't I don't know why it's like that. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> I would honestly be afraid to shave it because it would like get revenge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it would probably hurt so bad oh. because the roots are so deep in. That now I'm like whatever because. I've tortured my body so much that I'm like, do whatever. I don't care. Do it. But the one thing that really hurts is that, so they wax everything and then they'll go through with tweezers. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like they just want to get like all the ones, like the couple ones that didn't get pulled. And so they go through with tweezers and like tweeze Ooh. your pubes out. And I'm like, you know what? We don't have to do that. If these <laughs> ones need to stay for a couple more weeks, that's totally fine. Like it's like the most, that's the most painful part. Absolutely. Ouch. Do you, ever, why, do you ever think about, could you do it yourself? I do think about that, and I don't think I could. It would be way too painful and not as good. Like, to have all the stuff, like, to get all the waxing things. I think I could wax my armpits and do a half-decent job, but I would be terrified to try and get Fuck, myself that would hurt. Right. I'm just imagining it now. I have goosebumps. Yeah. And just, like, all the angles that you have to get into. I'm like, yeah. no, thank you. All the flaps. No. I, love, I love having people do things for me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Go, getting real deep in my, just my butt and vagina area. I'm you like, this are a real you. city girl. <laughs> I know. I mean, drinking a cosmopolitan, getting my eyebrows wet. <laughs> I have one more thing to say oh, before okay. we go. Just on Brazilians. There's always point where you have to flip over so they can do your ass cheeks and the cheeks <laughs> yeah they do your or oh like in God. between they don't get like too deep in it's not like very intrusive it's actually like it's super quick but there's always always i'm like clenching because i don't want to fart in their face because <laughs> one time i heard a story about somebody <laughs> farting in their esthetician's face while they were giving them a brazilian and they like immediately stopped and were like okay we're done like i cannot imagine a worse <laughs> scenario of like you flip over it because sometimes you need to like hold your butt cheeks apart and like it's just free air coming in you know like here we go <laughs> I cannot. That's like my worst fear. So when we flip over, I'm just like clenching, and they're like, "Okay, relax." And I'm like, "Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mortified." I've never done it, and I pray to God I never will. Uh, but yeah, very fun thing too that you have to worry about. But what, <laughs> okay, that's what it. a job! I that's so. I know. Why? Because not only do they do butts and like Brazilians, they also do eyebrows and like other things. Like you can get your armpits waxed. And then the next appointment, you up in someone's asshole getting farted on. Oh, I bet some of them, the assholes are bad, too. Yeah. I bet you get a bad ass once in a while. Oh, God, probably. That would be disgusting. The service industry is so vast. Okay, on our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. Okay. My boyfriend and I decided to have sex, the kinky kind. He decided to go down on me the back way and ask for some lube. I had one in my nightstand drawer. As he proceeded to do his thing, I feel a burning sensation really burn. He also looks at me in pain. 
Turns out I give him hand sanitizer instead of lube. Oh. Oh, no. I did love that right when you started, and it was like, we're going to have kinky sex. He went down on me. I know. <laughs> like, okay. Get wild, actually. <laughs> it said the back way, though. Yeah. They, okay. Which he, I do find kinkier. kind of kinky. Okay, so he went down, and then, oh, no, no, no. But I'm kind of confused. You can't come back. I didn't know people used lube to eat each other out. Right? No. But. Maybe that's the kinky part? (laughs) I would, yeah, actually. (laughs) Let's get lube in here. It's like, okay. I. Let's uh, do it. I wouldn't want to eat lube myself, but, um, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) No, at least now we know she has a very clean asshole. Also, like, why... There are things that need to be kept separate. Yes. Like, you do not keep your hand sanitizer next to your lube. You do not, for me at least, you do not keep your roll-on Icy Hot next to your roll-on deodorant. Mm-mm. And I've made that mistake twice. <laughs> and you don't it's put the like, salt in the sugar shaker to eat Yes, that. that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> like, you need to, we need to be better than this, than putting all of our clear liquids next to each other. <laughs> And what a bevy of clear liquids there are, you know? It's... On my nightstand, I can't get enough. <laughs> okay, here's another one. And it has a title. How my best friend and I became Mayan goddesses. Hiked, oh. hiked three to four hours on volcanic rock and two hours up an active volcano while shedding menstrual blood on the, on the trail the whole way. You can say we are a little closer now. And the tour guide wouldn't talk to us. <laughs> they free blood the entire hike? I guess so. I don't know if it was by choice or not. That seems like a... Uh, yeah. But if you're going to do it anywhere, a volcano seems like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're like, let's free bleed or let's like stop and bleed. You know, I don't know. <laughs> like at certain points, like we're doing this. They're like rubbing it on that? stuff. <laughs> Yeah, or they're just, like, standing over, <laughs> waiting for something to drop out. Standing over the open volcano. <laughs> Pushing their clots out, yeah. <laughs> Did it. That's why the hiker's mad. He's like, we gotta keep moving. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be a 30-minute hike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's been four no, hours. I really want to do this. I really want to do this. <laughs> I will say, when I go on a trip with somebody, I feel like, I don't know if it's, because I don't really get my period anymore, so now, if I'm, like... When I went on, I went to Europe with Katie, and she, I don't know, she has a very strong period or something. She like, if she gets her period, she'll give it to me. Oh, really? Wild, yeah. scary. That's some Mayan whatever they said they were doing. Not, I, not what those yeah. guys were talking about. <laughs> I think she's all they the did was pee alpha. on a volcano. Yeah. Oh shit, that's spooky. <laughs> I mean, that's happening. That's always happening. But um, Katie's period's a witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I have one more. I pooped my pants at my first high school party, dressed as a nerd. My mom stopped at Wendy's on the way to the party where I ate a triple Baconator. I ran to the nearby Kmart and left my soiled briefs in the in the water closet. <laughs> oh, God. The, the triple Baconator seems like that was a bad call. This, I just go back to, let's think about what we're doing. We're not putting our hand sanitizer next to our loop. We're definitely not eating 
a triple baconator before we go to a party, guys. We need to have something light, you know. Yeah. Just maybe soup, salad, something to... <laughs> Breadsticks. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, especially for a high school Halloween party. Like, what are we doing? Come on, guys. No good. I hope it was Halloween. They were dressed as a nerd. <laughs> they were just, like, that's just how they dressed at the time. <laughs> I... I've never, thankfully, put my pants at a party that I can recall, but I definitely have had to run into a Walmart or a Meyer and ditched my underwear in the bathroom <laughs> many a time. That's just suburb stuff, you know? Like, if you're from Algonquin, you know what it's like. <laughs> when you constantly pee your pants. What a beautiful culture you guys have. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's just the Northwest suburbs where... <laughs> Our live story comes from Rachel Jarovsky. Rachel is a New York-based comic, and this was recorded in August of 2019. Here's Rachel Jarovsky. because I've spent most of my 20s sort of like relationship adjacent, meaning that um, I've been mostly hooking up with people who were already in one, you know? <laughs> Nothing else has engaged in that behavior. There's really no longevity to that lifestyle. It sort of always comes back to bite you, right? In wherever's most painful. Um, you know, it's led to it's led to some good things. My threesome. I thought about telling that story here. Um, side against it. I am telling a story, by the way. People are like, oh, "Help! I need a map for this." Um, <laughs> but uh, I would say that I realized that I hit rock bottom and needed some behavioral change when this girl that I was fucking sent an edible arrangement to my job on her girlfriend's birthday. Oh. Is the Mari Povich show culturally relevant to anyone else here? Like, if not, I might as well get the fuck off the stage. Like, what did y'all watch when you were sick at home? I was like, Mari, Mari, Mari. He was also Jewish, and I was like, uh, um, but yeah, and so, and here's like, there's a few things to say about this is like, you're probably thinking, wow, an edible arrangement, like that's a really nice gift for someone that you were so casually engaging with. And it was really casual. Like I would say the nature of me and this girl's relationship was basically just like blackout period sex every three weeks on a mattress on the floor of my bedroom. I think it's also relevant, you guys know that I didn't have a bed at that time, okay? <laughs> Just so you're getting a full picture of my mental state. Um, if I could have learned anything, any, if I wanted to tell younger me anything, it would be, don't have period sex with just anyone, you know what I mean? Like, that needs to be earned. You're welcome. Um, 
So anyways, also what's relevant is that during this time when I received said gift, I was working at a JCC, which is um, an acronym for uh, Jewish Community Center, for those of you who aren't familiar with acronyms or Jews. And, um, and I'll, just, I'll just come out and say it, there's just really no subtle way to receive an edible arrangement at a JCC, you know what I mean? Like everyone who works there, Jews and non-Jews alike, has like big Yenta energy, you know what I mean? Like the four people in here who know the word Yenta, I'm like, fuck it, rolling. You know what I mean? If you know Yenta, let me get a year. Oh my god. Baruch Hashem. All right, anyways, so much responsibility in the side. I didn't mean to. Anyways, uh, so no, it's true. It's just like everyone kind of has a man or a woman for which one you like. I got either or. You know what I mean? Like, I got someone for me. Um, so when it, the day it happened, I was just like, you know, I was just kind of sitting at my desk. It was a regular day. I was just fucking like, type, type, typing away, just like clickety-clacking, fucking click-clack city on the keyboard. Like, you know how it fucking goes on a, on a work PC. You know, you just like Google, email, fucking YouTube when you need a break. I love watching movie trailers. My vice. Uh, don't see the movie, but I watch the trailer. <laughs> Let's make a Facebook group later. Uh, so anyways, I'm just like, click be clacking, and then I get a call from Denise, the woman who works security. I'm like, so just so we're like really painting a picture of all this in our minds. Denise is sort of like, um, if Leslie Jones did a security guard character, which honestly she would kill, and someone on that show needs to, thank you, needs to write a security guard character for Leslie Jones. Anyway, so I like go downstairs, and so Denise is on the phone and she's like, Rachel, she's fucking bursting at the scene. She's like, okay, Rachel, uh, there is something for you down here, okay? You better get down here, stop. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I go downstairs and sure enough, there is just like this fucking cantaloupe berry bouquet <laughs> waiting for me and I'm like, okay, great. And Denise looks like she's about to projectile vomit in excitement. And she, 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 just, she goes to me, she goes, it's Rosh Hashanah themed. Sorry, I read the card, I had to. <laughs> Did you? Did you? Was this a security threat? Like, I'm confused why you needed to. I'm like, okay, whatever. I like grab the, I grab the fucking arrangement. I try to like slip it under my shirt and just kind of like discreetly make it back to my office. But it was like everyone sort of had this sixth sense. You know what I mean? That I have received what I've come to call a side hook gift. And everyone, my co start making their way out of their office, you know what I mean? And there's this like chorus of whispers. Jabra, Rachel, Rachel got an edible arrangement. Jabra, Rachel got an edible arrangement. Rachel got an wow, wow, Rachel got an edible arrangement. Next thing I know, there's like a fucking alarm going off. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Rachel got an edible arrangement from a girl who was in a relationship, you know, the fucking like, the fucking like office newsies are like, yeah, I'm running, you know, many, I'm like a mob of my coworkers are just like wanting to congratulate me on finding love in a hopeless place. I slam the door to my office and like lock it, turn off the lights, they're like scratching at the door, you know what I mean? So finally I'm like alone with my thoughts 
and I have an opportunity to actually read the note, and I just, I, the note in the edible arrangement, and I just want to read it to you guys because I want to get the language right. So it goes, here we go. Um, so open the note, it says the following. Happy Rosh Hashanah. A little bit early, I know, but LOL. And so it's a full month early. I just want people to know it's a full month. That's early, that's early for me, you're off. It continues. Could you eat this fruit? Winky face. A literal printed winky face. Thinking of you. So, yeah. I started pondering this question, could I eat this fruit? This fruit of lies, this fruit of deceit, this fruit that has clearly come from a psychotic person who sent me this fruit on their girlfriend's birthday. And just like, just, you know, and, and the way this, I want you guys to know this, and I didn't know this in hindsight, but the way this love affair would end one month later was me, a blackout me, in a bar telling this girl, you will never, ever, ever get this pussy ever again. And I'm not proud of saying that. But I didn't know I would do that. I didn't know this person would bring out the absolute worst in me. And so I'm just, I'm really considering, could I eat this fruit? And I decide, no. No, I cannot eat this fruit. And I pick up this arrangement, which I've never received something like this before, so it's hard for me. And I go to throw it out, and then I remember, I did not pack a lunch today. <laughs> so chomp, chomp, bitch, right? You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Deanna Ortiz. I have a podcast called Crushes, where we talk about crushes that we have on celebrities and everyday people, and that is available wherever you get wherever you get your podcasts at. Uh, you can follow me at, at Deanna Ortiz underscore on Instagram to see when new episodes come out. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez. And the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please rate and subscribe this podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>